0: Welcome to this week's QA.
1: I am Carla. And
0: I am Simon.
1: We are from the YouTube sailing channel Sailing Ocean Fox.
0: Over the past three years, we have sailed 25,000 miles through the Mediterranean, across the Atlantic, and the Caribbean.
1: So, for this week's question, how does it work to check in and out of the countries? That is the
0: yeah. This is interesting, and also it's different depending on who you are, what nationality you are, what nationality your boat is, how it's flagged, and uh, where you're actually turning
1: up. That's right. Yeah, we are both. We have both British passports, and our boat's flag is um, British. British too.
0: Uh, now, up until uh january the 1st this year 2021 of course uh we would be the same for all, all european boats as well yes uh, so everything we're kind of talking about is based on the fact it would be same for european boats and british boats um so if you're in the shangham area and you're european you really don't have any problems whatsoever. Yes. You don't bother to check. If you go from Greece to Italy, you don't do anything. You just change your courtesy flag yes. and that is all you have to do. You yes. don't have to do anything else. You don't have to go and see anybody mm-hmm. reporting or anything like that. So we're talking about here, Shangham uh, area or European boats.
1: Yes. You just, you just have, if you happen to go into a marina, you will have to show your documents.
0: Yeah, they'll want to see your documents, just to know. Uh, If you don't go in a marina and you just die on the anchor, nobody will ever do anything. You know, just change your courtesy flag and that's all there is to it. Um, If you are, uh, our friends of ours, for example, they were, Canadian, and they were uh, traveling uh, through Europe. They did actually have uh, British passports, but the boat was Canadian registered. And uh, every time they went to a major port, they had to uh, basically go and register.
1: Yeah, they had to make like a login. Yeah. So every every yeah. port, they had to yeah. log in and go. But really, visit. that
0: isn't any different no. uh, to it's us turning up at a marina on the south coast of Portugal. They'll say, can I see your passports? Can I see your Um, insurance insurance certificate and your
1: boat papers. Um,
0: So, you know, all in all, it isn't actually uh, that complicated. Now, once you go to leave Europe, and uh, your first stop is probably going to be the Canary Islands. Again, there won't be an issue there because it's still in Europe. But then you probably go on to Cape Verde, for example. And at this point, you are actually uh, going out of that whole massive European yes. uh, area. So you will have to go and find um, the uh, customs office yeah. and get yourself what they call a ZARPE, uh, which is basically um, an exit permit. Yes, and uh, the exit permit uh, tells, tells you the boat's registration document, numbers, and all name and that sort of thing, uh, the owners, and uh, where you're departing the country and that where you're, you're going in to. And where you're going to. Yes. So it would say that you're departing Las Palmas on Gran Canaria, and your next port of call is Mindelo in Cape Verde, mm-hmm. for example. Uh, So when you uh, rock up in Cape Verde, it's a strange thing that happens here because um, in a lot of these places, the customs point and the immigration point are not kind of... Right on the marina. OK, yeah, so if you take yeah. an example like Montenegro, mm-hmm. when you turn up at Montenegro Marina, they put you onto a special dock, which is all boarded off, caged off and the rest. And you can't go anywhere apart, in, apart from into the office. Yes. And then they deal with all your paperwork there. But in a lot of places, like Mindelo, for example, yeah. uh, you just go into the marina. Mm-hmm. And then um, we turned up on a Sunday and we couldn't check in on a Sunday because the offices were closed. So we, so we just uh, went and had a meal. Mm-hmm. And uh, did various things, uh, yeah. uh, um, you know, uh, bar in town and that sort of thing. And then the next morning we just walked across and uh, went to the customs post. Yes, which is well, about quarter of a mile walk away. Yes, and this sort of thing all turns into a grey area, doesn't it? Because yeah. you're in the country, but, but you're not, you're in, not the co-
1: in the country yet. No,
0: no. Yes. So there's two things you'll always have to do.
1: Yeah, you go, to immigration, uh, to, you go to the customs first. And, Normally customs first. And then you go to immigration's yeah. office yeah. Uh, to show your passports, passports and stamp your passports. That's right.
0: So those are the two things. Uh, then you can get some different combinations. Uh, for example, if you were going to uh, Barbados, um, you would have to go to Port Health first. And they'll fill in some a questionnaire on whether anybody's died on board <laughs> or anything exciting like that, whether you have cholera on board or anything. And then you can take that form to the customs post and uh, with your ZARP and then on to the immigrations. Yes. Normally, they kind of flick through the, uh, um, the ZARP, don't they? And mm-hmm. sort of say, uh, yeah, OK, that's that, that's that. And they, they stamp it and they fill in a bit of paper and then they give it you back. Yes. Yeah. 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 so none of that's really a problem some places you go uh, like uh, St. Lucia for example you have to go to sort of like a pre-registration place where they actually fill all your details in on the computer Mm -hmm. and then you can go to customs and then you can go to um, immigration and also some places um, say for example Curacao uh, you, you go to customs and you go to immigration and then you go to the port authority because you have to pay a fee for
1: um, uh, the harbour
0: lights and navigational yeah. buoys yeah. and things like that. Mm, yes. So, it's ne- there isn't a, a definite pattern.
1: No, it's not. And if you go to, in the Caribbean islands, if you go to the French islands, you do it yourself.
0: Yeah, you do it yourself on a computer. You go
1: to a computer mm-hmm. and then normally the computers are in a shop or, you know, somewhere. Could be in, in a, a co- shop, could be in a
0: coffee shop.
1: So, you go to the computer and you fill up the papers yourself, uh, print the paper and you leave some money to them if they want to, you yeah. know, if they have like a yeah. little
0: thing. Nobody there. inspects your passports, nobody no. stumps your passports. No. Uh, nobody does anything. Interestingly, though, the uh, the computer has a French keyboard. And I never realised the French keyboard was different to the QWERTY keyboard uh, that we use in the UK. And uh, consequently, you think you're typing something, and then you look at it and you go, "Oh my word, that's not what I was writing at all." So that is a little bit complicated. Uh, some places charge you five euros, don't they?
1: Yeah, some others don't charge, so or something. you just leave whatever you yeah. want. Yes, yeah. it's. Uh,
0: I mean, all the. Fees for checking in are really quite different, aren't
1: they? everywhere? very different yeah. everywhere. If you go to the ABC Islands, you don't—they don't charge you at no. all. No. Uh, so some countries, the Bahamas, charge you three hundred dollars uh, yeah. to arrive, seventy-five to leave. leave. Yes. Um,
0: BVI's was quite expensive. We didn't as well.
1: go Turks and Caicos because they charged six hundred dollars, which we thought was a no. fortune, which is ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't go there. Um, so, yeah, it's uh, do your research before yeah, you go before because you go. each yeah. country is different, but yeah. in average, it's going to be between 100 and 150 isn't yeah. it? dollars.
0: Yeah. Um, Colombia was quite interesting in that uh, you have to have an agent in Colombia, and we went to uh, the marina, and the marina had their own agent, and they um, fill in all the paperwork and then they call the officers out the next day who then kind of go through all the paperwork stamp it and uh, give you the all clear so there's, there's always a sort of kind of various different ways i remember in panama uh, we actually had to go for a bus on another to another
1: oh, yeah, uh, yes, town yes.
0: Uh, and hunt out the passport office there to get yes, your passport stamped
1: that's true. I because that.
0: uh, there wasn't anywhere. Yeah. So sometimes you actually have to have an agent. I mean, Mexico is another place where yeah, you some, don't have to have an agent, yeah, exactly. but it can I was be just going to say
1: that because sometimes uh, they say you have to have an agent. But do your research. Talk to the cruisers before you go there because you... You can do it yourself most of the most time. Most of the time
0: you can. Yeah. San Andreas you had to have an agent Yes. Uh, yeah. for example. Yeah. But agents normally cost sort of like $100. $100, it? yeah. But
1: mm. that's an extra cost. It's it? an
0: extra cost. Yes. Absolutely.
1: And has um a cruiser we always try to get it cheap.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Um coming back into uh Europe uh wasn't a problem for us at all, was it?
1: No. I mean,
0: the guy actually gave us the option about whether we would like to have our passports stamped. Yes. And we did say, yes, we would.
1: Yes, because we want uh, many stamps on our passport. passports.
0: Passports <laughs> is possible.
1: Uh, Cuba. <laughs> How about Cuba? Um, Cuba, so we had uh, they, they. all the officials came on board the boat. Yep, yeah,
0: one after the other. Well, yeah. three at a time, but sometimes. Yes. There was about nine of them in total.
1: Yes, yes. Mm. Uh, so. Uh, every port we went, we had to do the check-in.
0: Yes, all over again.
1: All over again, <laughs> and on the last port, when we checked out, um, su- surprisingly, we got all the paperwork we yeah. had from the beginning. Yeah. So they followed us along the coast
0: with all the paperwork. Well, there must have <laughs> been a little guy on a bicycle peddling like mad, <laughs> you know, all eight hundred miles of the Cuban coast, following us along with our paperwork. And every time we went from one place to another, he 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 he, he caught another uh, telephone book yeah uh, 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 it was quite funny
1: paper. to see the papers yeah. yeah but yeah that's their way to do it uh
0: you have to have the agricultural um department on board as well and they were really quite interesting because uh you're not allowed to take any fresh food into cuba whatsoever yeah. but as the guy said to us he said um we're going to allow you to have your food because if you if you don't have your food you'll eat our food and our food is sparse <laughs> and also you'll land out eating chicken, rice, and tinned pineapple, which is a bit uh, grim. But uh, they did ask for uh, $20 per person, kind of like
1: yeah bribe. to let it go <laughs>
0: <laughs> but really the checking in cuba was free uh but you do have to buy a visa in advance
1: yes you have to buy a, if well, you, you don't buy, have, to, you don't buy a have visa. to but if you buy in advance you pay 15 dollars for the visa and if you buy when you arrive in the country you're going to pay 90 dollars mm. per person mm.
0: so all in all to summarise, it really it's different uh nearly everywhere, everywhere you go, you go. Yeah. and the best thing is to look at the pilot books if you've got pilot books do your research online uh Facebook groups are very good, aren't they?
1: Very good, very good. Every time you go into a new country, just join the Facebook Facebook groups, and then uh, you will know what the cruisers say about uh, arriving on that country and all the informations you need. Normally, to go get where can you get water or food or anything, it's really good. Yeah, Facebook works really, really well on this. Yes.
0: So uh, if you haven't done it before, then best luck. You do. You do get uh, used to it Mm -hmm. and you learn that you just have to be patient. Yes. Because sometimes these things can take... Quite a few hours, yes. And if not uh, a day, if not a day, yeah. I mean, I remember Curacao. It was it was buses, walking, taxis.
1: Greece took us a day to buy a li- a, li- a cruising license. Yeah,
0: Greece was uh, one of the biggest nightmares because yep. even though you can go there, um, you have to have a cruising permit. Yes, which the cruising permit turned into a bit of a nightmare.
1: Yeah, paying for it. Yeah, but that's it, isn't it? Yep. Yep enjoy it yeah. it's all part of the sailing life yes adventure thank you bye if you have a question for us to talk about please email us at sailingoceanfox@gmail.com. at gmail.com
0: make sure you follow our channel we are on youtube patreon facebook instagram and twitter at sailing fox
1: and at your preferred podcast platform destination sailing channel